Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. 11 to 1 with Gilmore's Mercedes-Benz Kingscourt. Visit our showrooms or check out our new website, gilmores.ie, to see the amazing 222 range of Mercedes-Benz cars or our huge selection of used Mercedes-Benz vehicles. Gilmore's Mercedes-Benz Kingscourt, the best in motoring here for you. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. This is LMFM's 11 to 1. Sinead Brazel here with you. Good morning. Hope you're keeping well this Thursday morning. You can get in touch with me. WhatsApp 086 1800 658. Here's the Style Council. It's a great song. Style Council. Shade to the top. This Thursday morning. Sinead Brazel with you. How are you getting on? Hope you're keeping well. Do keep in touch with me. 086 1800 658. Some messages coming in already from the regulars, the tribe that love to wish me a good day every single morning. Thank you so much. You know who you are. Love to hear from me every single day. It's great. Um, lots to get through on the programme today. I'm feeling a little bit sleepy now this morning. I'm just going to put that out there straight away. I think this no caffeine shenanigans is is getting it's catching up to me, and I forgot this morning to um, make my green tea. So I have an extra long song <laughs> coming your way very shortly. So you'll know what I'm at. I'm making the green tea just to sort of get myself right because I stayed up to watch um, the last. The, I've been ages waiting to do this, but um, the last episode of Stranger Things, we binged watched the last two and a half hour epic episode last night. Oh, it didn't disappoint. Absolutely brilliant. Just brilliant. Where are they going to go with the story now? That's what I was thinking. But then, do you know when a series gets like to its peak and then it kind of, it's a crucial one now. Season four, I was worried about it a little bit, you know, when it was initially kind of advertised that they were going to do season four because sometimes it can kind of go... Down the, down the swanee oh my god it definitely did not do that it's really now on top of its game but season 5 do we and after that then is that it then I'm kind of thinking sometimes it's good to have 5 or 6 seasons and just end on a really you know high note like Peaky Blinders did that so successfully you know it ran for 6 seasons boom done we're finished with that now so I'm hoping it'll sort of it won't peter off into sort of nonsense but uh, yeah it's really good really 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 good and I know a lot of people have been watching that Speaking of TV, I have some great recommendations uh, today for TV for um, a lot of them. Uh, one of them and two of them, sorry, two of my recommendations you can watch tonight. And another one has landed on Netflix that is guaranteed to be a really uh, good one that people will be talking about. It's a documentary, but that'll be revealed a little bit later on. Now, I did mention I've had no tea. So here you go. Here's Ed Sheeran while I make a cup of tea. I'm home. 
that's better that's better we have the tea in hand we're ready to rock that's photograph Ed Sheeran and I want to say a very happy birthday to um, my granddaughter Katie that's coming in from Nanny Mona hope you have a wonderful day see you later not sure whereabouts you are in the northeast, Katie but Mona Nana Moni uh, Nani Mona even is thinking of you today so I hope you're having a wonderful day um, now I'm getting some messages in uh, on 086 1800 658 concerned with the heat yeah yeah <laughs> uh, I have to say a big hello to Karen she's in Dunshockland she's tuning in She's feeling quite hot. She says, uh, good morning, Sinead. Just wondering, is it illegal to work in this heat? Hashtag melting slowly. I think it should be. I think it should just like... the co- You know the way in Spain, is it like they have a siesta, don't they? In the middle of the day. I think when there's a heat wave in this country, everything should just shut down and we should just go for a siesta in the middle of the day because of the heat. And actually on the heat front, by the way, I spotted this yesterday afternoon just to, you know, reiterate this. Met Erin have issued a high temperature advisory for the entire country ahead of a stint of particularly hot weather. Never did I think that those words would come out of my mouth in this country, but here we are. So the advisory was issued yesterday and they say Ireland will experience a hot spell Sunday and into early next week. So daytime temperatures will widely reach the high 20s, possibly exceeding 30 degrees in some locations, probably more inland, I'd imagine. Uh, The warning is going to remain in effect, by the way, till midnight uh, Wednesday, July 20th. Okay, so that is news I knew. I didn't think I'd be ushering in this country. Uh, they say the highest daytime temperatures um, to Saturday are expected to remain in the low to mid-20s. There's going to be a little bit of cloud, some scattered showers disrupting that. But again, you know, we should warn people to just kind of stay safe in the sun, you know, take breaks, make sure you have the high factor on you. Smother yourself in it. I know you want the colour, but look at you don't want anything else. You don't want skin cancer. That's for sure. You know what I mean? Get the get, get the sun cream on you. Uh, and also, warning as well, people, um, you know, uh, for if you're going out swimming, you know, make sure you're swimming where there's a lifeguard. Uh, try and avoid using those inflatables when you're out at sea as well. Uh, we had lots of water safety during the week there with Jerry Kelly uh, from Roger Sweeney, CEO of Wa- Irish Water Safety Ireland. If you want to listen back, you can check it out on the podcast on, on lmfm.ie. But he had lots of great advice for swimming, you know, parallel to the shore. Check your tide times, all of that stuff to stay, sa- stay safe because we want you to stay safe in the sun. Uh, but we are enjoying the heat. We really are. And uh, hopefully it'll continue for another little while. Uh, now, uh, getting back to t- today to the show and all this week, we are teaming up with the Ardboyne Hotel. It's newly refurbished Ardboyne Hotel and we have a fantastic competition that we're running. I'm going to give you all the details after these. 11 to 1. Yes, all this week I have teamed up with the newly refurbished Ardboyne Hotel. It's one of Navin's most recognisable buildings, the Cusack Group owned Ardboyne Hotel. It has undergone a big refurbishment. There's a new lobby, there's a reception area that's new, it's upgraded luxury rooms and new and exciting menus and food options. And to celebrate all of this, we have lovely prizes to give away here and through our Facebook pages. So make sure you keep an eye on the Facebook page this week for your chance to win dinner for two from their new early bird menu. 
but I have a chance for you to win a night stay for two with breakfast, dinner and a bottle of wine. We have a finalist each day. We're going to pick the overall winner tomorrow and we are very much focusing on staycations. Okay, so our staycation memories, whether it's, you know, something where you always went to a certain location as a family uh, in your childhood or maybe it was a brilliant staycation with your own kids from a year or two ago or last week even it doesn't matter I want to know where did you go what did you do why was it good okay holidays in Ireland 086 1800 658 we have a few of them coming in already you're on the ball so if you'd like to win that lovely prize it's nice isn't it nice overnight stay dinner bottle of wine as well breakfast the next morning lovely you'll go home floating floating on air so if you'd like to win tell me where did you go in Ireland what did you do why was it good 086 or bad by the way (laughs) could be a bad holiday we had a couple of disaster holidays as well this week so it doesn't matter we just want your memories you know your staycation memories from Ireland 086-1800-658 and we pick another finalist towards the end of the show there's George Ezra, anyone for you? You're listening to LMFM's 11 to 1. Sinead Brazel here with you. On a Thursday, we normally talk about TV and I do have some great TV recommendations for you in the second hour of the programme. But I have to mention this because, oh my God, it was just powerful viewing last night. It's uh, the Sir Mo Farah documentary. It aired last night on BBC. It's called The Real Mo Farah. If you missed this, it, this, it has been everywhere, the news about this, because uh, the four-time Olympian champion uh, said uh, that this documentary has enabled him to address and learn more about his past and journey to Britain. So basically, he revealed that he was brought into the UK illegally under the name of another child and uh, he says you know the truth is I'm not who you think I am adding that he needs to tell his real story whatever the cost if you missed the uh, documentary here is a bit of the trailer for you it's called The Real Mo Farah here it is Britain's greatest athletics Olympian Mo Farah there's something about me you don't know it's a secret that I've been hiding since I was a child. There was lots of missing pieces to his story. Where had this boy come from? Behind the smile, there was something there. Most people know me as Mo Farah, but it's not my name or it's not the reality. Absolutely brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. So basically, he says uh, the real story was that he was born in Somaliland, north of Somalia, as Hussein Abdi Khan. And he says, despite what I've said in the past, my parents never lived in the UK. When I was four, my dad was killed in the Civil War and uh, they were torn apart as a family. He was separated from his mother, but he was brought into the UK illegally under the name of another child called Mohammed Farah. So he became obviously the first British track and field athlete to win four Olympic gold medals and said his children children have motivated him to be truthful about his past. He says, family means everything to me and as a parent you always teach your kids to be honest but I feel like I've always had this private thing where I could never be me and tell what's really happened. Since this documentary there's been such an outpouring of support for him and the Metropolitan Police have now launched an investigation into the, the revelation. Now he will, he'll be fine. Like they're not going to, you know, they know he wasn't complicit in any fraud or anything like that. But he, um, they are, in, in, you know, investigating who may be brought him here, what happened. There's a lot of, 
you know, hard things maybe to, to watch when he reveals a lot of things, you know, about his life, his early life particularly. But there's a really gorgeous relationship uh, between himself and his school teacher, uh, PE teacher called Alan Watkinson. And uh, he helped him and was a real mentor and support and uh, just a sort of a real kind figure in his life and really was, I suppose you could say, his rescuer in, in a lot of ways. It was a brilliant documentary, a really, really brilliant. And I have to say, you know, what bravery it must have taken Mo Farah to, to reveal this about his life and his identity. If you missed it, check it out. BBC. I'm not sure what the player situation is. Um, if you can watch it back. Sometimes we can't watch things back from here. Uh, but uh, if you, uh, it has to be still up there somewhere on, on BBC um, or on your, your player, you know, if you, the catch up, that kind of thing. But it was absolutely brilliant. Did you see it last night? Let me know. 86 658 Gavin James hearts on fire now I want to talk about the F word no not that one fitness uh, you know I've embarked on a six week health plan kind of incorporating better physical and mental well-being well I'm only two weeks in and I can see a big difference and we're going to be talking about this connection now between physical movement you know, yoga, exercise and emotional fitness as well because there's a workshop that's going to be run on July 23rd in Rathoth in the yoga studio there uh, by two facilitators, uh, June Crawley. She's a yoga teacher and also and she runs the, the yoga studio there in Rathoth and B Flanagan, who we've featured many times in the programme. She's a life and business coach. She's going to be part of this as well. We're going to catch a word with B after these. 11 to 1. We're going to be talking about the F word and, you know, I've always kind of had a bit of a loath, loathing, I'm going to say, for the F word. Now, not that one. Fitness. Uh, but, you know, I'm a changed woman. I have embarked on a six week health plan incorporating better physical and mental well-being. And, you know, I'm only two weeks into this, but and I kid you not, and this is not a cliche, and I promise you that this is from the heart I can see a dramatic shift in my mood you know because motivation was waning attitude towards my overall health was very but now things are shifting and uh, my first guest is running a workshop looking at this very connection between physical movement exercise yoga that kind of thing and emotional fitness the workshop is designed to explore how to create a happy balanced lifestyle for body and mind something we could all do with I'm delighted to be joined once again by B Flanagan she's life and business coach and she's one of the workshops shop facilitators involved in this. How are you doing, B? I'm doing great, Sinead. How are you doing this morning? I am doing fantastic. Always a pleasure to have you on the show. And as you know, B, uh, I've embarked on this healthier lifestyle and I needed to do something. You know the way you just get stuck in a rut and you keep doing all the bad things and then you say, look, I have to snap out of this. And before I knew what I was doing, I'd signed up to six week camp. Well done. Yes, so I've I've taken charge. But I have to say, I do notice a shift. You know what? Before this, I was very sluggish. I was very not interested in doing much no motivation this kind of thing reaching for all the bad things and I have to say now even though temptation is all around me touch wood at the moment things are staying to plan there's been a big shift in me that's amazing and can you believe Sinead that that's only happened in two weeks yeah like how quickly things can change physically and emotionally when we're aware of them and when we take the action to do something. And when I saw your video, well done to you putting that out there on your Instagram page because you inspired so, I'm sure, so many women and men. 
to take action. Well, do you know, a lot of people have gotten in touch with me uh, privately <laughs> through the Instagram, which has right. been really nice to ask, what am I doing? What am I eating? I feel like an influencer or something. Oh, here we go. <laughs> yeah, here we go. <laughs> uh, which is fantastic, you know, because people are kind of going, I was the same as you. And and like I, as people will know, regular listeners to the show, I am a self-confessed couch potato. I would not move off the couch. Now I'm doing three classes a week and it's brilliant. That's brilliant. So, so tell me more about this then, this connection, which I'm really interested in, between yeah. physical movement and emotional fitness so as you know we've talked over the years on different things that I would do as a life coach so I work as a team coach and now I'm calling myself an emotional fitness coach really because that's what I've been doing for the last 15 years working with people on their emotional fitness and building repetition and exercises like a gym for your mind you know yeah and during lockdown I actually got far more in depth with it and realized how powerful it is to stay on top of our emotional fitness and then realizing how important it is to make the connection between that and your physical fitness. And like that, you know, the early part of lockdown, I was doing nothing. Mm. It's probably 10 years since I was doing proper training. And I started and I couldn't even walk two or three kilometers with a bit of speed. I ended up running 10K back in February. Amazing. And that was, again, June, the girl I facilitate with now for this workshop, June Crawley. Amazing to have somebody by your side who gets you, who understands and who helps you see the benefit of this. And I realized I do that with my clients emotionally. And then I have someone who does it with me physically. And it's amazing to make those connections. But I heard you saying there about motivation. Mm. And people talk about that word motivation because... They think it's a positive word, right? You think to yourself, to be motivated is positive, but we can be motivated to do nothing as well. Yeah, we so, you know what I mean? And, and, and it's, it's looking at, I always work from the thoughts. The thoughts create the feeling and the feeling creates the action. If you want to take any action, you've got to get the thoughts in the right way. So a positive action will create something that, sorry, a positive thought will create a positive action, which means you're proactive. A negative thought will create a negative action, which is reactive. So if you're in a negative headspace and you're due to go for a walk and you just say to yourself, I can't be bothered. I'm just going to stay here. I have no energy. You know, I'm not motivated. You're telling your body with your thoughts that you're not able to do this. Yes. But if you shift the thoughts, then you're going to become more proactive. And it's not even saying motivated. Like if we say to ourselves, I'm not motivated to do this, you're confusing the body and the mind. Does that make sense? Yes, it really does. And something that's coming to mind, which I know you probably will know this, uh, the wonderful Mel Robbins has a great technique for this when you're not yes. feeling uh, when you're not feeling motivated. It's just called basically the, the five second rule. So, so say when you're, you're, you're not interested in going for your walk or you know you have to go to that exercise class and you're going, I'm not feeling it. You literally just count down from five, five, four, three, two, one. But on one, you must take action some form of action and just do it and it's kind of like you're getting out of your own way before it becomes a problem kind of thing and it's a really really good uh, technique to use Um, so a lot of the time and we talk about this a lot you know we we try to take care of our bodies we eat better we go to the exercise class but we forget the the mental fitness so what things would you have in your mental gym then what what exercises would you have for us well I have the nine little steps that you can start to take to, to help you get on track because One of the most important things is to decide how you want to feel. And people forget, we all forget that we can choose that. You know, somebody said to me yesterday, this person makes me feel that way. And I said, I get what you're saying, but you're you're allowing that. You have power over how you feel. 
if we start blaming others as to how we feel, we're not taking ownership. So it's stepping into your own power is really important. So think about how you want to feel. How do I want to feel after that exercise? How do I want to feel after that conversation with somebody? And tune into how you want to feel. So the first step I have is get your story straight. What are you saying to yourself? You know, what, what words are you using? I'm not good enough. I'm not healthy. I'd never be able to do that. I didn't think I could do 10K, but I just thought I'll start. I'll do two and then I'll do four. Then I'll do six. So it's steps. The second step I have is be the you that you want to be. I love that one. Yeah. Be the you that no matter where you are, whether you're in work, whether you're in a relationship, whether you're in your gym, whether you're running by yourself, whatever it is that you're doing. The third step is to express yourself. Say how you feel. You know, see it. The energy that comes, you know that now, even in the last two weeks, the energy yeah. that comes from exercise connects in with the energy of that emotional well-being as well. And the fourth step that I have is say yes to you. Oh, Bina, listen, this is the one we always come back to. And, uh, you know, so many times with regards to this, I was putting off, say, going on this on this kind of health plan because I was like saying yes to everybody else and their activities and what they have to do. And I was sort of saying, well, there's no time to say yes to me. But this is so important. And this goes back to even like you say, just saying yes to yourself for sitting down and having a cup of coffee on your own for five minutes. It's, It's about even that, isn't it? Yeah, it's prioritized. Like, say yes to you. When you say yes to somebody else or something else, you're saying no to you for something. Mm. But if you say yes to you for something that's for you, and this self-care is not selfish, it's so important. And then you can say no to other things, and then you begin to prioritize. And time management, you know me. Oh, yeah. Time management. You know, we have 168 hours. Are you telling me you can't do 60 minutes just for you in that 168 hours? So it's about really putting yourself first. The next step is get off the fence. Stop sitting in the middle of it going, will I, won't I? It mightn't work. Sometimes people are afraid to take a physical action or even an emotional action because they don't really know how the outcome will be. None of us know what the outcome is going to be until we do it. Yeah. The next step, number six, is to re- it's really okay to love yourself. If we love ourselves in, and, and accept ourselves, if we're not fit and healthy or emotionally well, accept where you are now and say, what can I do from a place of love for me that's going to bring me to the next step. And it could be, as you say, taking five minutes to just sit down and mind yourself. Yeah. The seventh step is just let your inner GPS guide you. We all know what's right for us. We know what feels right. And when you discover what makes you feel good, you begin to do more and more of that. The eighth step is what the workshop is really about. It's getting physical and emotional balance in one. When that's aligned, Sinead, you know, it's like, it's like magic, you know, it's like mm. synergy of feeling physically well, but also, I, I mean, people look at me sometimes and go, you know, why do you get so excited about the simple things? And I said, it's the energy behind that that allows me to do all the bigger things. It's amazing. Yeah, and you know, I'm finding that out actually even recently. I'm actually reading the uh, brilliant Angela Scanlon's book, Joyrider. And oh, it's, I really recommend it for people. She's excellent. Um, and I'm a big, a big fan of hers. But she is very about that. She was kind of always somebody that was like, on to the next, the next, the next, the next. And she wasn't kind of, exp- you know, enjoying the moment that she was in and the little things and now she stops and smells the roses basically and she you know she's it's all about finding the joy in small things around you and not these kind of bigger life picture things and it's when you read it it's brilliant it really is it's so clear you know yeah it's very good yeah and the last step in it is let go and let be if we keep 
holding on to the past. We can't possibly be in the present, never mind moving towards the future. So let it be, let it go. You know, let it go. If it yeah. didn't work before, that doesn't mean it won't work again. I mean, you know, it took for me to be in my 50s to get back into running and enjoy doing. Now it's tough, but I love it. I love that I can do it. And that's where, if you look at the connection, right, between physical and emotional, some people like to walk. I love to walk as well, but walking and maybe listening to a podcast. Yeah. That's empowering. You're doing both. You're using an hour that's giving you physical fitness, but also helping you feel good. You're going to feel good from the walk anyway, but you're adding to it with your your podcast that you might be listening to. And preparation is key. And if you have, like, say, you, I don't know what time you do your gym workouts at. I, I'm a morning person. Oh, even in time, even in time, yeah. So for me, if I'm in the morning getting ready, in my head, I've already finished my training with June. I've got the gear ready to go. I'm up an hour before I need to even be there. Do me little bits around. Go and do my work out and I'm back in the house by 7 or 8 a.m. depending on what I've done and I've already set myself up for success. Yes and this is what it's all about you know it's about kind of as you say making the plan I've no doubt that people are going to get so much from this uh, B people need to register in advance how can they do that? Okay so they can contact me through my Instagram page what will be with B or PALS program some people are on both of them Um, or they can contact June on the yoga room that's based in Rathout they can also check us out on Facebook um, we do have limited space, so you yeah. know we've got a room for about fourteen people. We're halfway there at the moment. Um, we've got an early bird special, uh, so if you book and pay by tomorrow, it's thirty-five euro for the four hours, and by next week then it's forty-five. But you're going to do some yoga and yoga flow for the first half of the workshop, and then we'll do emotional focus on the second half. So it's really about if you look at the synergies again. When you're physically fit, you have stamina, you have strength, you have resilience, you you feel empowered, you're focused. The very same happens with emotional fitness. You've got stamina, you've got strength, you've got resilience, you feel empowered and you're focused. And this is what you want people to take from this. B, I've I've no doubt it's going to be great with yourself and June. Thank uh, Thank you so much for joining me today to go through that with me. As always, Sinead, thank you. And a big shout out to my sister who's tuned in from Australia. What time of the day is it over there? Is it night time? Ten to nine in the evening. And she's just, uh, um, she's just completed her yoga teacher training and she's embarking on her yoga career now. Oh, fantastic. Bringing in all her emotional balance as well. So well, the best of luck and thank you so much for tuning in from thank Australia. Thank you as always, Sinead. Thanks a, a million. Day. You too, B. Flanagan there. It's called Yoga Movement Relaxation and Emotional Fitness Workshop. It's on Saturday, July 23rd at the Yoga Room in Rathoth from 9.30am to 1.30pm. And as B said there, if you check out what will be, will be with B on Instagram, you'll see it in my stories if you follow me at Sinead Brazel LMFM I have it there as well and also check out the yoga room on social media as well you can book your place and register there we were talking about the uh, documentary earlier on of Mo Farah thank you so much Flame and Eamon has been on he says you can find that on YouTube thank you so much for that we will be talking more TV recommendations in the second hour and we'll be checking in with our vet Hazel Mullins she has a warning for farmers particularly sheep farmers of a new parasite that's coming up in vets and their pets that's all coming your way 11 to 1 
This is LMFM's 11 to 1. Sinead Brazel here with you. Train and drive by kicking off our second hour. Got a message made me laugh on 086-1800-658. We were talking about the heat earlier on and the warnings and everything else from Met Aaron because, you know, we're not used to it. We're not used to this level of heat over here. Morning, Sinead. Just back from the Middle East where the temperature was 42. 42 degrees. That's an inferno of heat so this person says if you see somebody with a jumper on them on Sunday that's me (laughs) because you'll have to acclimatise yourself back it's probably like winter over here now for you oh my god I couldn't cope now with the 42 degree heat not at all no 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 but uh, I hope you had a nice time and welcome home welcome home and I hope you're acclimatising now back Uh, now we're talking about holidays but not far flung holidays we're talking about staycations this week yep I have a lovely prize up for grabs. One of Navin's most recognisable buildings, the Cusack Group owned Ardboyne Hotel. That has just undergone a big refurbishment. New lobby, reception area, upgraded luxury rooms, new and exciting menus and food options as well. So what are we giving you? Well, we're giving you a one night stay for two with breakfast, dinner and a bottle of wine. OK, and all you have to do is tell me about your staycation memories. They're all coming in on 86 658 Don't forget to put your name on them as well. This is coming in from Jacinta Bailey, I think, yeah. Hi, I'm from Trim. Had a lovely staycation in Betty's Town first with my cousins as children in the big blue, or the big, the blue house even. How many remember it from 1960? And then with my kids and all of the Mead cousins. Great fun. Get the reunions. No airport hassle. Still love the beach there. Handy if I uh, got the stay in Ardboyne. That's where I met my husband in 1979, says Jacinta. Thank you so much, Jacinta, for that whistle. <laughs> Stop tour through all these uh, vacations, uh, staycations. I went to Trabalgan with my family. It was fantastic. Lots of fun. It rained a lot, but we had made the most of it. Nothing like doing high ropes in the rain and go-karting in the rain, says Rebecca McCullough in Mulla in Cavan. Thank you so much for that. Uh, we spent most of our summer days, uh, day trips to Mosny. We went twice a week. It was great fun. We did everything from swimming to going on the duck swan, boats to playing pool. Great fun. That's coming in from Caroline in Navin. This is what we're talking about. It could be a holiday from times past that you remember with your family as a kid, or it could be a great staycation that you just went on last week or this summer or whatever. Keep them coming in 086-1800-658. Now it's time to take a look what's going on in the world of celebrity. The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. Hi, I'm Louise. Trust issues rock Ekin Sue and Davide on Love Island. Conversations with the rest of the Islanders reveal their true thoughts about Davide and Ekin Sue's relationship. Maybe it was a little bit flirty when you weren't here. But it actually changed it a bit when I was here. To be honest, we were doing well, but then whenever happened something like this, I questioned myself, you know, and I say, these are all small red flags. A US judge ordered Britney Spears' dad to appear in court to face questions about whether he spied on his daughter with secret cameras. Jamie Spears denies the allegations, including hiding devices in her bedroom during her controversial conservatorship. She was released from the arrangement back in November. It had allowed her father to control her life and money for almost 14 years. Esther is back in a brand new Orphan prequel movie, Orphan First Kill. Isabel Furman is reprising the role of Esther and William Brent Bell has jumped into the director's chair. It's due out on Paramount Plus on August 19th and the trailer has just dropped. I think something's going on with Esther. Is there anything you want to tell me about your time away? How is that possible? Four years ago, she was still drawing stick figures. Esther's behavior has been so erratic. Hello, Mommy. Thank you, Mommy. I 
notice some inconsistencies. What are you getting at? To me, it felt like a performance. That's The Buzz. I'm Louise. The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. Oh, freaky children in horror movies. No, they don't sit well with me at all. There you go, The Buzz. Back a little bit later on with Eddie Caffrey, but you can find out all the goss on LMFM.ie. Dusty Springfield, son of a preacher man on LMFM's 11 to 1. Now we're returning to our regular vets and their pet series with Highfield Veterinary Clinic in Navin. And there's a new parasite that has been discovered in recent times that affects sheep and goats predominantly, but it can affect cattle as well. Hazel has all of the advice on hand for farmers just after these. The LMFM Vets and Their Pet Series. Brought to you by Highfield Veterinary Navin. Watch out for their new state-of-the-art pet hospital. Opening soon in Beachmount Home Park, Navin. For appointments, call 046 487 it's time to return to our regular vets and their pet series in association with Highfield Veterinary Clinic Beachmount Home Park in Navin and I'm delighted to have our vet Hazel Mullins on the line. This week we are focusing on farm animals, specifically sheep and the emergence of a new parasite. Hazel, it's great to have you back with us. How are you getting on? Thanks so much Sinead and apologies we're going back to parasites. I know these guys listen I know it's like it's, it needs must and this one particularly you know this is uh, Haemonchus is it am I pronouncing that right? Yeah Haemonchus contortus is the name of it and it is a emerging parasite in Ireland. It's been in the UK for you know it's quite a number of years I went to college in the UK and I learned about it in, in, in my parasite lectures in my sheep lectures but it was kind of, it's not really a thing that we would see very often in Ireland, but with the changing, I suppose, our warmer maybe yeah. winters and warmer summers, it seems to be emerging now and actually more and more cases are actually being diagnosed in Ireland. Okay. So it's just something we'd like to tell our, maybe the sheep farmers listening and maybe people that are interested just to let them know what's going on. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And reading up on this little bugger, he is not a pleasant character at all. Uh, definitely not pleasant for the poor sheep. Tell us a little bit more about what it is and how it affects yeah. sheep. So it's its colloquial term is a barber pole worm. So under a microscope, it looks like a barber's pole. It's got like these, it's white with the red lines and those mm-hmm. red lines are actually blood. So it's a blood sucking parasite that lives actually in the stomach of the sheep or goat and actually can affect cattle too but it's mostly sheep and goats that it does affect and it just it is very um very very good at laying eggs as well so it can have thousands and thousands one worm can can lay thousands and thousands of eggs so it it has um the ability to multiply in an environment very quickly but it, it needs kind of a warm temperate climate it gets killed off in the grass in cold winters um, and then it can it can kind of, I suppose, live in the animal over the winter as well. And this is probably where things this this parasite is emerging. And as well, because our climate is getting warmer, it's just becoming more, I suppose, climatized to the Irish environment. Yeah. Um, so it 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 basically sucks um, the animal's blood um, via the stomach, and it can cause you know ulceration and it can cause anemia. So that's actually what the the sheep dies from in the end it can be fatal that they have so many worms that their blood is being sucked and they can um lose up to i think it's a 250 mils a wow. day 
from these if you if you have an infestation of them and it's um oh god per day yeah so it can be now if you've got a low level it might just be kind of a couple of mils but if you have a high infestation and it can be like just acute death and then they're they're very very pale gums and eyes and actually anemia is the main sign unlike other parasites there's Mm -hmm. no you know diarrhea or anything like that it's just it's just purely maybe weight loss and anemia and it can, yeah, it, that's the main sign. So there's actually a score sheet in the UK called um, FAMCA, kind of FACMA, and it's used as a as a sheet to a colour sheet to match the colour of the of the of the sheep's eye with how bad the infestation is. So they they have that regularly used in the UK as a vet in Ireland. I've never used it. I've never come across a sheep that I know of um, with Homonchus contortus. But my friend. Um, she is a pathologist in in one of the labs down the country, and she has been telling me that it's becoming um, that they are seeing cases at the moment in sheep um, with this parasite. Okay, so just to kind of reiterate there, because uh, like normally, like you say, there's different signs if there is a parasite infestation. Mm. So with this, really, it's kind of this. Is it like a sudden drop in weight loss, or will it be kind of a gradual yeah. thing? Yeah, it depends on the infestation, but generally it's a, it's a it's a it's a sick sheep very suddenly okay. and a very pale sheep. And again, goats can get affected as well. So any goat farmers out there, just be aware that it is becoming more. You know, it has been diagnosed. There's been cases documented in Athlone in the lab down there. So we don't know where those sheep um, came from exactly. So it could be up around the Mead Loud area okay. that they brought those sheep down to. So it's just to be aware of. Um, that if you are, you know, seeing a sheep with sudden death and, um, you know, or, or else very pale, weak sheep, that this is a this is a possible diagnosis. And just bringing it on to, I suppose, just um, prevent, you know, prevention yeah. and make recognising the signs and treating. If you talk to your vet, there's different treatments for homonchus because it's, look, it's not one of the, the normal um, parasites that we, we do have in Ireland. It's, they're kind of slightly different treatments um, and... Um, yeah, it's basically getting it diagnosed. So it may be just, um, you know, bringing, getting the vet out sooner rather than later. Mm-hmm. And just be aware of it. And I suppose bringing in the fact that, I suppose, parasites, summer, it's, it's very popular, you know, with, with farmers, we need to be aware of preventative. And the Animal Health Ireland at the moment are running a fantastic scheme for farmers where they can sign up, any cattle or sheep farmer can sign up for a free herd, parasite herd health visit Oh, um, very from good. Their, from their nominated vets. So we have lots of vets in Highfield actually qualified to do this. And they've gone through the training with the Animal with Animal Health Ireland. And it's subsidised by the government. And it's it's fantastic that we can go out and you get two free samples um, for fecal egg samples um, with this scheme to try and see what parasites are and what level are affecting your animals on your farm. So it's really good to take advantage of this and you can sign up, um, just go onto the Animal Health Ireland website and you can p- put in parasite control and you can sign up there and um, it's very, very easy. Oh, that's great. That's a great incentive. And as you say, uh, Hazel, you know, prevention, we always talk about this, prevention is, is, is key with regards to this. So in terms of, say, if there is an affected uh, sheep, you know, maybe if it's caught early, you know, is there anything that can be done at that stage? Is there treatment available? Oh yeah, there's there's lots of different. There is treatment. We're very lucky that um, homonchus resistance, to, you know, isn't isn't a major issue. Obviously, because it's an emerging parasite in Ireland, 
that we have a lot we have different classes of drugs um antiparasitics to treat it so we are no we are lucky that it can be it can be treated and it's just recognizing the signs i think is important for for farmers and make you know especially the fact that it's not you know a, a typical scouring sheep or scouring mm-hmm. you know it's and a goat it's it's actually this anemia and that's that's the main thing and yeah it's just an interesting one to keep in our back of our minds because I suppose as our climate m- might change it's interesting that we're going to be getting different parasites maybe different um, viruses bacteria now into Ireland that we never had before and it's it's you know the tropical diseases and things so it's uh, veterinary is an interesting place to be at I the was moment going with the, to the say climate, climate change yeah yeah absolutely you're seeing all this you know for the first time a lot of the time you know which is which is very interesting for your for your field absolutely Hazel as always thank you so so much for all of that great advice thank you so much Sinead talk soon highfield.ie if you want more information also that website that Hazel was talking about it's Animal Health Ireland that's the website okay Animal Health Ireland and if you go in there and just search for Parasite Control you can find all the details on that don't forget if you do have a question for Hazel our vet you can send it in to me now on 086 658 or info at lmfm.ie There's Tom Grennan on LMFM's 11 to 1 Going to take a quick break. We're back with music from Niles Barkley and a super telescope, a baby and a daring heist. All popping up in my TV recommendations. That's coming your way. 11 to 1. Yeah. Uh, Gary Kelly Cancer Society, Gary Kelly Centre is uh, holding a coffee morning uh, that's happening on Saturday. Now this is combined with a bring and buy sale. Uh, So it's all happening between 10am and 2 at the centre itself on the North Road in Drada. You can come along and enjoy a cuppa, maybe even pick up a lovely bargain uh, as well on the day. All proceeds are going to the Gary Kelly Cancer Support Centre. Okay, so that's happening on Saturday morning from 10am to 2 and all support there is greatly appreciated. Now it's time for this. LMFM Job Search with thanks to LMFM Online. Check out the latest Northeast news, sport and entertainment on lmfm.ie. Angela Kearney, Dental Care, 41 Fair Street, Drogheda requires an experienced part-time dental nurse. Please send your cover letter and CV to info at angelacarney.ie. McDonald Bus Hire requires a bus driver with a full clean D licence. Please apply to info at mcdonaldbushire.com. And Mizu Hair and Beauty Salon and Doc requires a beauty and skin therapist. Please email rachel at mizu.ie for details. That's M-I-Z-U.ie for more details. And don't forget all of the details of those jobs can be found on our local job section on lmfm.ie. LMFM Job Search. Now on a Thursday we talk TV on this programme and today we have a super telescope, a baby and a daring heist to discuss. So for the week that was in it this week, this is a great uh, programme that's on at 8pm tonight on BBC Two. It's called Super Telescope Mission to the Edge of the Universe and uh, this is all uh, kind of being released now I suppose because of the images from NASA's James Webb Space Telescope which were uh, released this week and they reveal ancient galaxies. I've spent ages looking at these and zooming in. It is pretty impressive. Now look, don't it goes over my head, the whole sciencey part of it. Uh, but this, the blurb for this basically says 
Be ready for a brand new universe, says one excited expert in this Horizon film about the world's most powerful telescope. The 8 billion James Webb Space Telescope uh, can look back to an era around 200 million years after the Big Bang. I know. What? How? How does this happen? When the first stars uh, and galaxies appeared, apparently, so if you can just get your head around that, this basically is the story of the extraordinary telescope told by those who built and use it. So very interesting. Tonight, BBC Two uh, at 8pm, Super Telescope Mission to the Edge of the Universe. Now, I caught this last week, one of the episodes of this last week, and I thought, oh God, I have to recommend this to people. It's so unusual. It's just a bit of a sort of a left field comedy. But it's called The Baby. It's on Sky Atlantic at 9pm. Again, that's on tonight. And it's uh, when 38-year-old Natasha is unexpectedly landed with a baby. Her life of doing what she wants, when she wants, dramatically implodes. Controlling manipulative, manipulative and with violent powers, yes, the baby twists Natasha's life into a horror show. Where did this baby come from? What does it want? And what lengths will Natasha have to go to? to get her life back it's so funny it's really dark humour it's just uh, if any parents particularly motherhood uh, you know it's kind of deconstructing motherhood and it's got a lot of kind of um, jokes around that and kind of exploring you know parent anxiety should I have a child should I not have a child and it's just really really dark and weird and funny but it's very good it's not like anything I've seen on TV um, she doesn't want a baby basically the baby wants her that's the tagline on this uh, so the baby it's one episode in from last week this will be the second episode tonight Sky Atlantic at 9pm now something that caught my attention this morning had to recommend this this has just landed on Netflix and it is really the world's I'm going to say greatest and most famous daring heist it's called D.B. Cooper Where Are You and it's on Netflix okay so with one daring heist the man known as D.B. Cooper became an American legend 51 years later people are still obsessed with finding them and some of the biggest hunters basically take centre stage in this uh, true crime offering D.B. Cooper Where Are You so uh, shows this D.B. Cooper and kind of, you know, where is he in the heist and all that has popped up in pop culture a lot. And in fact, a lot of people uh, who are big fans of Mad Men believe that the show would end with Don Draper turning into the mystery man. But no. Uh, So essentially... To get you up to date with this, right? A man in a suit and sunglasses boarded a plane in Portland, Oregon on November 24th in 1971, right? Now, this is obviously back in the day where you can just go on to the airport and be like going into a supermarket. It was, you know, easy. Before alerting an air stewardess that he had a bomb in his briefcase, he threatened to detonate it if she didn't follow his every demand. He was cool and calm throughout and the rest of the passengers didn't even know what was going on until they touched down in Seattle uh, when they were let off the plane. So he demanded $200,000 four parachutes and a fuel truck to refuel the plane ready upon landing. So once he received them, he instructed the pilot to take off and head towards Reno in Nevada. While en route, he took the parachutes, jumped out of the plane and was never knowingly seen again. So the FBI are completely stumped around this and it's a really good, like, you know, get your sort of self involved in this mystery. I'm going to play you a bit of the trailer. Here it is. D.B. Cooper, where are you? 
D.B. Cooper. D.B. Cooper. D.B. Cooper. D.B. Cooper. Walking to an airport back then was like walking into a supermarket. Put down 20 bucks and you got a flight. That was pretty much it. That is what Cooper did that day. The hijacker carrying a briefcase which held explosives. He asks for $200,000 and four parachutes. Once his demands have been met. Jumps out of a damn jet in the middle of the night. I mean, there's just something kind of badass about that. When he got on a plane last night, he was just another passenger. But today, master criminal. He was a kind of a god. I think he's one of the slickest cats that ever walked on the face of the earth. He is this anti-hero, individualist figure. We don't know who he is or was, where he came from or where he went. This is a case that questions who you are, what you believe, what you want to believe, and what really happened. Anybody with a laptop can feel like they're investigating. The best work in the case has been done recently by Citizen Sleuths. My team has no doubt we have found D.B. Cooper. You won't believe how crazy it gets. This is going to be really, really interesting. People are going to just love this. They really are. It's uh, And like, I love the fact that they've, you know, included the citizen sleuths in this as well. And it kind of reminds me a little bit of um, Don't F With Cats, that great documentary that was out as well, where it was citizens that tracked down this guy. Really, really good. If you're into your true crime, your mystery, uh, you know, kind of unsolved kind of mysteries, that kind of thing. D.B. Cooper, Where Are You? That's dropping on Netflix. It's there uh, at the moment. So you can catch it there. And I guess guarantee it it'll be all over the place people will be watching this and that is my TV recommendations for this week take my hand Getting back to our competition in association with the newly refurbished Ardboyne Hotel. We have a night stay for two with breakfast, dinner and a bottle of wine. And we're talking about staycations, messages coming in. A couple of years ago, we went to Court Town, went to the amusements and my husband and myself got one of the rides. It started raining. We were the only one on the ride. The person looking after it kept going. We were like two drowned rats, says this message. (laughs) Oh, I can see you there on it. Brilliant. When I was 10, my dad took me fishing on a day out. There was loads of frog spawn. I wanted to bring some home for the pond, put them in a jar and put them on the back floor of the car. Did some uh, more fishing, headed home, forgot all about the frog spawn. By the time we got home, it was all over the car, says Jim. Oh, disaster. Smell of it as well, Jim. Oh. We're going to pick another fine list for this very, very shortly. 86 658 there's Westlife Uptown Girl and LMFM's 11 to 1. I want to say congratulations to Derek Corcoran. Not sure whereabouts you are in the northeast, but you're our next finalist in our Ardboyne competition. He says, my favourite staycation was during lockdown. I dressed my garden like a tropical resort, had lots of friends over. It was great. And it was like just being on holidays abroad. This is when we couldn't go on holidays. Oh, brilliant, Derek. Thank you so much for that. Don't worry, we'll have another chance for you to win on tomorrow's show and we'll be putting all the names into the hat and we'll draw out the winner. That is our lot on the show for today. Thank you so much for your company as always. Have a great day. Chat to you tomorrow. 11 to 1 with Gilmore's Mercedes-Benz Kings Court. Visit our showrooms or check out our new website gilmores.ie to see the amazing 222 range of Mercedes-Benz cars or our huge selection of used Mercedes-Benz vehicles. Gilmore's Mercedes-Benz Kings Court, the best in motoring here for you. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.